Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki. And welcome again to Growing in Grace. I'm Joel along with Mike, our weekly chat about the grace of God, His goodness, His love, and His mercy, and, and how uh, being established in our identity in Christ is crucial, uh, really, it's the foundation of the Christian life to everything that we do in life. And, and Mike, I know that a lot of people, you know, from, from the perspective that you and I come from, Mike, a lot of people tend to have things a little backwards, perhaps, in the Christian life, thinking that the things that they do are establishing who they are. In other words, if I will just do this, if maybe if I'll go to church, if I'll tithe, if I'll start serving God and start serving people and doing all these things, then maybe I'll become more and more established in who I am. Whereas where we come from, Mike, in our Going and Grace program is that being established in who we are first, knowing that we are somebody in Christ, that we've been ground that we've been established as a righteous person, as a saint, as someone who has been totally forgiven, as someone who is one with God because of his grace. Out of that flows the things that we do in the Christian life. And so we're going to talk about this this week, Mike, and I know we've got a ton of things. I'm probably talking too fast here because I'm so excited uh, to talk about this major difference between, I think, how people live their Christian lives. Well, it's true. I mean, that was my life for many years as a Christian. Got saved as a child, and, you know, I knew I was saved by grace through faith. I knew it was free, but I, I like a lot of Christians, maybe because of the way I was taught, I thought I had to, to go and, and uh, establish my identity and and, uh, and prove something to myself and, and to God and to everybody around me and, and uh, to try to achieve that, that status that I thought would be acceptable to God and to you know sort of establish righteousness, not realizing that all of that had been done for me through the work of Christ. I don't want to split hairs, but sometimes it's real easy to... Uh, for me, it was it, it was easy to say I, I was saved for free, but now I needed to go do something that you see. I, I believe that God, uh, his, his death on the cross, enabled me <laughs> to go out and establish my own righteousness mm. that I hadn't really arrived yet. Yes, I believed I would go to heaven and that I was saved and all of that, but I still felt like I, I needed to do something to maintain that. And once I began to understand the grace walk, and I heard this this message of of righteousness by faith as a gift, um, once I began to understand that, Joel, and and, and let me just say this, there was a song years ago in contemporary Christian music, because you and I spent quite a few years doing uh, uh, Christian radio, uh, Christian music radio, Uh, there was a song by Tony Vincent, and uh, one, one of the verses in his songs said that, speaking to God, I know I can't make you love me more, and I can't make you love me less. Mm -hmm. And once I understood the truth of that, it freed me up and revolutionized my life to realize that I didn't have to do anything uh, to make God love me more, and that even when I uh, wasn't living up to uh, whatever standard I had set for myself, when I I was doing the wrong things, I wasn't going to make him love me any less. And, And when that sunk in, it just changed my life. Well, he, yeah, he loves, God loves us unconditionally. You know, there's, there's no conditions to his love. I mean, he loves us. He, he loved us, you know, the Bible says, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't wait until we got our acts together to come and, and, and die for us and then to be raised again and, and for us to come live together, you know, be raised with him and, and live with him for eternity. 
while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And, uh, you know, after we've become Christians, like you say, you know, you, we, a lot of people accept the, the idea of we're saved by faith, by nothing that we do. But then, like you say, once we get into this Christian life, we start living as if there's something that we need to do to maintain our Christianity. And the problem with that performance-based mentality is that there are some people who might do a pretty good job of performing, you know, with their flesh. Uh, they might do a pretty good job of, of performing for God and thinking that the things that they're doing are pleasing to Him or are helping them to maintain their Christianity, when really that's not the truth. Uh, and so they might get some pride about them or for some reason fool themselves into believing that the, the good things that they're doing are keeping them righteous before God. And, and then on the other hand, you've got a, a, probably a lot more people who, if they live with that performance-based mentality, will just wear themselves out trying to please God, trying to get this Christian life right, trying so hard to uh, perform well for God and finding that they just can't do it. And, and the uh, the result of that is there's probably all kinds of things that happen. People end up just running away from God, at least in their minds. You know, spiritually speaking, I don't really believe that you can because if you're joined with Christ, you're joined with him, whether you feel like it or not. But in their minds, they might run from God and feel as if he's far from them or as if, you know, there's no reason for them to continue on with this Christian life because, you know, they just can't do it. Or they might become depressed. You know, people get uh, have all kinds of health issues, it's a fact that there are Christians that have health issues that result from their feeling so bad about how they're performing for God. But what you're saying about that Tony Vincent song, you know, I can't make you love me more, God, and I can't make you love me less. That is the basis of, of the Christian life. That's where we need to start from, and, and, and everything else flow from that. And I think We'll talk more about it, but that that's what love is. And and most of us, I, I grew up so many years as a Christian not really understanding what love was. So I want to talk more about that. But uh, recently, Joel, we've also talked about, out of Hebrews and so forth, uh, the, the difference between uh, the, the Old Covenant uh, believers uh, versus us in the New Covenant and, and what you were just talking about, how they would work to and work and strive to to establish righteousness which they could not do under the law, of course. We don't have to do that anymore. We, we can cease from uh, the work of that and trust in the work of Christ. Now, uh, there's a television show on. It's probably one of the funniest shows that's ever been on. I, I know there's some stuff on there, some sexual things and some immoral stuff that they really don't need because it's a funny show without it. But I'm talking about Seinfeld. Uh -oh. And you can tell how far we've come in grace because <laughs> years ago... I wouldn't be on a religious broadcast <laughs> talking about Seinfeld, so that's how free we are in Christ here. But, uh, Joel, there was a, an, an episode <laughs> that reminded me of something, and it's where George Costanza, he's bald, and he starts putting on a toupee, and uh, he's getting made fun of by some of his friends about it. Well, someone sets him up with a woman, he, uh, blind date. He meets her at the restaurant. She takes off her hat, and she is completely bald. And... Yeah. So he goes back to his friend and says, you set me up with a bald woman. And he, she said, do you see the irony in this? You're rejecting somebody because they're bald. And he said, so? She says, you're bald. And his response <laughs> was, and this is with his toupee on, he said, I was bald. 
but I'm not anymore. <laughs> you see, that, that's an example of uh, the, the, the old covenants, animal sacrifices, and, and uh, Old Testament uh, saints and believers trying to establish their identity through through the law and through the, the sacrifice of animals, which could never take away sins. It just covered them up. See, with, with you, uh, spiritually speaking, uh, God didn't just put a toupee on you. He, he actually grew new hair, spiritually speaking, for you. Uh, it, it's not just covering things up to make you look like something else. You really are righteous. You really are anointed. Uh, another description in our identity is that we are complete in him. We forget those things sometimes. We, we always feel like we've got to add something to it. God says, I am complete, and I'm going to choose to believe that. Well, everything I know in life, I learned from Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you can't talk about Seinfeld. This is sorry church. about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but that's a real. <laughs> that is a good you, one. You can you uh, can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I edited it out, so don't worry. <laughs> our listeners won't hear that. Kind of like God did with our sins. <laughs> Ooh, God edited. Our sins. Man, remember that one. That should be in the Bible. <laughs> All right, we're getting way off. But uh, and, and the thing is, too, he didn't give us some special ointment <laughs> to, to grow hair either. But he did it himself. I mean, you know, speaking of your uh, your uh, what you're talking about there with George Costanza and uh, and and, and uh, real hair versus a wig or a toupee. You know, not only did God give us the real thing, but it's it's He who has done it for us. I mean, there's nothing that we could have done. There's there's no ointment that we could have applied. There's nothing that we could have done in order to in order to uh, make our own righteousness be pleasing to Him. We just couldn't do it. So He did it all by Himself. And so the righteousness, the justification that we walk in, is God's very own righteousness that He's given us. You know, like you say, he hasn't simply just applied a toupee or something to cover it up. Atonement was not what was needed. It wasn't that we needed a covering for our sins. We needed our sins to be taken away. And the sad thing is, Mike, that even though, you know, atonement never worked, even under the old covenant, and even though Jesus Christ has taken our sins away, I think there are still Christians out there today who are trying ignorantly they're trying to atone for their own sins when it just can't be done there's no need to try to cover our sins or to atone for our sins because like you said Mike Christ has done all the work it's it's a finished work and we can rest in that well we feel guilty um and and that's that's not a good sign for somebody who's trying to understand their identity in the fact that they've already been declared uh, and established as righteous through Jesus Christ not understanding that the fruit of that might be a condemnation and guilt when the Bible clearly says there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. But we, we get deceived and, and uh, we, we feel, I don't know what it is, Joel, I, I guess it's just, it, it, it's just that people have a hard time believing that the gospel is as simple as, as it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we always feel like You've heard the phrase, there, there's no such thing as a free lunch? <laughs> that's probably true in this world system. And, and I think that's why we have such a hard time understanding it, Joel, is, is because, you know, Paul told us, I think it was in, I can't remember if it was First or Second Corinthians, but something that Paul said, God wants us to understand the things that are freely given to us. 
mm-hmm. by him, freely given to us. But uh, that's hard for us to relate to because in this world system, we pretty much, by and large, have to work for everything we get. Right, that's right, yeah, because the, this system is different than God's system. The world system is different than, you know, because like you say, we have to earn things in the world system in order to get them, whereas God has given us freely all things that we need. And we can we can rest assured in that. We can rest in, in his love for us, uh, because he, here's the thing as we wrap things up this week, Mike. Um, everything that was needed was given to us freely in Jesus Christ. The Old Covenant, you can read uh, the Old Testament books. You can read all about what happened uh, from Genesis all the way down to Malachi, all the way through the Old uh, Testament. You can read the things that happened, and none of that made people right with God. The only thing that ever made a person right with God was faith. And Jesus Christ is the answer. And he's the complete answer. Once we've come to Christ, once we've come to know Jesus Christ, it's, it is complete. We've, be, we've been made complete, the book of Colossians says, in Christ. And if you're looking for something else, if you're looking for more atonement, if you're looking for some other answer to your sin, if you're looking for an answer to for love, if you're looking anywhere else in Christ, then you've missed it because the answer was fully and completely uh, satisfied and established in the Lord Jesus Christ. And unfortunately, we got to get going for this one, Mike, but we do uh, appreciate our listeners uh, taking some time out to, uh, to hear what we have to say. And uh, we would love to hear from you as well. Check us out, and you can find out some uh, information to contact us at graceroots.org. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kaffler and Joel Beruzicki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. 